It's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know, though, is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you. Because that's New Orleans and this is Happy Hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleanians in the bar today, we're at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street, which is home of the Frosé, spelt F-R-O-S-E. What is that called? Chris, are you... Modern? It's, uh, What's that? it's a French umlaut. But what, a French, it's not an umlaut, that's German. <laughs> I don't know what, what you is call that? that. Mary Devon, do you know? Accent Ah, uh, oh, thank you very much. Is it agu? I don't know. Is that uh, it? That's good enough for me. Sounds Cliff, do you know any French? I'm going to go no. with your ass. I, I work oh at a French school, but I don't speak French. Mary Devon Dupuis is here. You have a French name and everything. And you work at a French school. Which school? Lycée Français. You can say that. That's in French. Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, French, French school, school, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Why do they call the French school French school? That's stupid, isn't it? Yeah, I guess so. It's a big, like, international thing, the Lycée, I don't know, brand. <laughs> Is it? Lycée Francais. Mm-hmm. That means French school. That's so crazy. You they think they come up with a better name than that? So, Dupuis is D-U-P-U-Y. So, that's French of some sort. That's Cajun French? Um, I'm not sure, probably, because I think the correct spelling would be P-U-I-S, and then I guess the Cajun ah, spelling is P-U-Y, yeah, but I'm not sure. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking it's Cajun. Mm-hmm. And Cliff Ossery is here as well. That's another extremely weird name. Yes, very. How, how yes, do you come up with a name like U-S-S-E-R-Y? Um, my grandfather says it's German, so he grew up in Macon, Georgia, and I think after slavery, it was one of those names where somebody in the community had the name and they were looked up, looked up upon, so they took that name. Oh, as, really? Yeah. So it's like a slave name. Yeah, like Come that's on, the name they you, took. That's a government name. <laughs> yeah. Have you thought about changing it to something else? No, because that's all st- I know. So it, you could you could Africanize it or something. Nah, that's all I know. This you can stick much with to, us, right? Yeah, it's How too many, much to change. Anyway, listen, help me out here. This is uh, the Frosé. Chris Lee is here. Chris, I didn't even introduce you properly. I'm, I'm here as a representative for Frosé. Frosé. Chris, could you tell us a little bit about your new drink, Frosé? Frosé. Well, it's frozen rosé. Apparently, there's St. Germain as well as vodka in it. There's a gigantic, big-ass strawberry stuck to the rim, Louisiana strawberry, and it looks like a, a dream in a, in a champagne glass. It's so beautiful, doing. yeah. You couldn't have put it any better, except you left out the Peychaud's bit Peixos. of lemon juice and oh. house-made strawberry basil <laughs> syrup. You're right. Oh, Other I, than I, that. I didn't realize you were, you were leading me with <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, I was trying to show you this. So that oh, I thought I was supposed was to what, make some stuff up. Oh, well, that was good. No, this gigantic piece of paper here with the huge well, writing right. on now, it. Now I'll be looking Yeah, no, look, you can oh. do that as well. So anyway, look, that's what's going on here. Today's show is brought to us by Nola Pans. Take a look at my pen, Chris. That is an amazing Check that pen. pen out, isn't it? It's the only pen made from, a, not the only one, but these pens are the only pens made from a Foreman Audubon Park live oak tree. Wow. They're one of a kind, well, expertly heavy. crafted, limited edition yes. writing instruments. Definitely got to be. Aren't they cool? Cliff, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be just carrying this around. <laughs> like, it's, it's a, a nice co- pen. It's a yeah, great it's a nice pen. pen. Try writing. You can you write on the mad. table. That's one of the pens you'll get mad at if somebody's just like... Are you a left-handed? No, not. I'm Why are you writing with your left hand? Because I was just, you know, Jeez, that's doodling weird. with it. I thought we were both okay. lefties. No, definitely not left-handed. Because you started writing with your left hand. I've never seen anyone do that who's uh, right-handed. That was yeah. extraordinarily weird. Hey, Have you tried it, Mary Devon? What do you think? Try writing something in French, your first French. 
I'll just write my last name. Bonjour. Oh. That's French <laughs> enough. That's easy. Yeah, I love it. Anyway, it's a cool pen, right? It you is. can get a hold of my pen like this at nolapens.com. Also, thanks to Basics on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue. They sell fine lingerie and basic swimming gym right next door. has a full range of fashion swimsuits and workout and yoga clothes with style at Namaste Couture. You can find one-of-a-kind natural gemstone jewelry, soulful-inspired clothes, and heart-fueled intentions designed by April Love. And you can save 20% on all jewelry at NamasteCouture.com by entering the words happy hour in the coupon code. And if you'd like to cure a hangover, check out Hangover Destroyer. Our friends who make the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover. If you go to hdestroyer.com and write happy hour on the coupon code, you'll get 30% off of Hangover Destroyer. How about that? And you too can seize the dawn. And finally, thanks to Positive Vibrations Foundation who create and encourage community through the development and preservation of the arts, music, culture, and heritage. And if you'd like to be a member of our Patreon family, you can go to itsneworms.com. No, don't go there. Go to patreon.com. And search for It's New Orleans Happy Hour. And for as little as a dollar a month, you too can be a member of our Patreon family and get free stuff. We're giving away some sort of free 3D chess game at Patreon, by the way, if you'd like. Have you ever heard of this thing, Chris? Only on Star Trek. There's a company here called, what is the name of that company? Asher. Do you happen to remember Jill? Factor 10. Thank you, Jill. That's Jill, our photographer, Jill LaFleur. Factor 10 makes this game. It's a 3D chess game. It's pretty awesome. Sounds Actually, cool. yeah. And you don't even have to be that high to play it. <laughs> you, can, you can just be totally straight. Wasn't that what, what, what Spock played? 3D chess? Uh, I don't know. Did he? Yeah. He did. And look who just walked in the door, friends. It's Andrew Duhon. Hey, everybody. Hey. Andrew, do you know Chris Lee, I think? Chris, how are you? Yeah. Good to see you. Good to see and you. And this is Mary Devon Dupuy, who's nice a, who you. I haven't mentioned as a comedian. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yes. And Cliff Ossery. Hey, how you doing? I'm going to tell you what Cliff does. Cliff is the store supervisor at Fanatics, Inc. Is that true? I was until I quit. You quit? (laughs) So I have to cross that off? Yeah. Okay, why did you quit? First of all, what is Fanatics, Inc.? Fanatics is the... We're talking to that. Fanatics is the um, the company that runs the Pelicans and Saints team shop. Hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. That sounds like a pretty good job. (laughs) Managing 80, 20-year-olds... Wow. Is a challenge after a while. <laughs> you had 80 people working yeah, for you selling eight. t-shirts and baseball yeah, caps for the Yeah, I was one of the Saints? managers and the Pelicans. And yes. the Pelicans. Yeah. Why would you need to employ 80 people to do that? Because you know how big the arena is. You have people all over the arena that are selling stuff at the same at the one time. Oh, at so, the game? Yeah, during the game. Oh, during I see. The, during the regular season or during the off season, it's, it's easy. It's like you're not doing anything, but... They get their money's worth from you during the game, the are you, season. Are you literally mm-hmm. not doing anything during the I'm driving season? for Lyft right now. Driving for Lyft, um, back in school. I just couldn't do it anymore. You, you burn out after mm-hmm. a while. You're like, it's that difficult. It's not difficult. It's just, imagine when you're 20 years old and you have a job that's not paying you anything. You're like, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to go to the game. I'm not going to go to work. I'm just going to go to the game. I like, say you're responsible yeah, for nah, making these I, kids. Uh, yeah, so I have to find... Like somebody to replace the person, then the person I was trying to replace the person is like, I'm not going either. And yeah, oh, it's man. a ripple effect. That and it all comes down on you. You're responsible if no one sells T-shirts. Yeah. Okay, so who'd they get to replace you? I don't know. <laughs> you been, I did not care. You've been to a Pelicans game since? I, I, no, I haven't. Unfortunately. How'd you get that job? Actually, actually, I got the job because I started when it was Adidas. And when it was Adidas, it was it was a different company. But um, I actually, everyone who worked with it, we loved the job. It wasn't like, it wasn't 
as hard. It was very easy. Everything was structured. But when uh, Adidas decided to get out of that part of the business, fanatics came in and they were like, you got to do it this way, this way, this way. It's like, it doesn't matter how your arena is set up. It doesn't matter how anything is set up. You got to do it our way. And we're like, well, this doesn't work like that. It's like, I compared to Adidas because the one thing is, Adidas came in and they were from Seattle and Portland. They were from Portland. So when they came in, they learned to adjust to like New Orleans way of doing things and how, how people are here. And the fanatics, they're like, no, this is how you do it. And I'm like, well, you're going to have, like, this well, is an example. Is it, is it, they okay. tried to open up during Mardi Gras. Oof. And, like, I had to yell at them, like, we're not opening during Mardi Gras. We're not opening up that Thursday, that Friday, that Saturday, Sunday. And they're like, This is no. a shop you're talking about. Yeah, they're like. Where, where is the shop? The shop is in the, in the Smoothie King Arena and oh, in the St. Superdome. And we're like, that's not going to happen. Like, I'm not going to even get two people in here right. in a year trying to. But the numbers say, I'm like, Okay, and I gave them like two weeks before Mardi Gras, and they're like, "Oh, is it open this not during mean? games? Do it's open during not, during nine games, yes." So people just go shop there. A lot of tourists, like during the summertime, a lot oh, of tourists come in there and spend. Money, and like now, by the I talk, still have friends that work there, and now by the draft being like mm-hmm. coming up, like they're getting revved up all over again. Why would yeah. a tourist want to buy one of the Saints just jerseys? to see that they were here? People buy football I've jerseys. Had people, How much I've is had a person come from Australia two years in a row <laughs> and bought a jersey. A yeah. jersey is like $110. People buy a $110 jersey just to say I was in New Orleans. Yeah. I, I would, you had know how many hand grenades you could buy for that? <laughs> that seems like, a, doesn't that seem strange? Yeah. It, I'd rather have a jersey than a hundred hand grenades. Would yeah, you really? Yeah, that, you would? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Is it just me? Yeah. <laughs> okay, how about just like five lovely glasses of whiskey? Could that work? Could we, yeah. Could I, could I, I mean. barter for that? Yeah. Why would I want a football jersey from another team just because I went to that city? Well, if Maybe you don't it, have American football where you live, I guess it, may, it doesn't make sense for American tourists, yeah. but it makes sense if it's like a novelty for you, I guess. I guess if I was from Australia and I was never going to come back mm-hmm. here, but why would that or, guy come twice in two years? She just liked the city. Like most people that come here and they're like, yeah, oh. Why would you even know that there's a football store? <laughs> <laughs> Who would even, do you even know that, Andrew? You've lived here a few years. No, but I think, uh, you know, the, the, the niche stuff is where it's at. You know, if I had a K&B shirt, I'd wear a K&B right. shirt, you know, but well, that's, that's just my niche, but right. somebody from Australia, that's, the Saints are a niche. Yeah, you know? that's true, maybe. Yeah. I say, Mary Devon is a comedian who produces a show called Comedy Fuck Yeah. Yeah, every Friday at the Dragon's Den. What's the deal with the name Fuck Yeah? Um, Where can Vincent you say Zambon. that besides here? Vincent Zan- I know whenever we hand out flyers, we hand out flyers in Decatur and people are always like, fuck yeah, but uh, <laughs> What's it's also, good for that? yeah. Um, you got to make sure not to hand them to kids. Although it's technically the U is uh, an asterisk, but um, technically, te- well, it is. It's but not you can here. Tell what it is. It's got um, the word actual word "fuck" right. is written right on. And my... on Facebook, where it's good comedy, because Facebook doesn't let you say "fuck." No. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. So where it's good comedy on Facebook and Instagram, uh, but yes, we Vincent Zambon came up with the name, and then I joined him co-producing the show. He mostly hosts, and I host when he's not there or when he wants to do a set. Uh, so he's the main host, but we run it together every Friday. Wow, okay. I mean, what is it exactly? It's, it's other just people a stand-up or just showcase. you guys? It's a stand-up showcase where we have a different lineup every week, and occasionally we'll have uh, out-of-town guests where we have a you know ticketed show. We've had Shane Torres, 
a lot of times people don't know who comics are unless they're like Amy Schumer or Chris Rock, so you might not know these names, but they're very... If you were a comedian, you'd be like, wow, that's so cool. Um, who are they? Shane Torres. I don't know if he's... Um, cool. You've heard of him? He, Chris, well, he did this bit say, that well, was really so cool. famous. Uh, he did a Guy Fieri bit that got uh-huh. some traction, and he's been on Conan a few times. He's one of my favorite comics. Um, we've had Sean Patton, who's a guy from New Orleans who's in New York now. He's awesome. He's awesome. We know him. He is funny. Oh, yeah. you know him? Good. Yep. Um, we've had Mark Norman do a couple of times, or many times, actually. No. He's also from New Orleans. Uh, I'm probably missing out. Amy Schumer dropped in and did a set, but that was not a ticketed show. She just showed up and did a yeah, set. Yeah, she, she showed up. She also showed up at our school's fundraiser and did a set. At your school's fundraiser? Yeah. At Lycée Francais? Yeah, she was great. She just was Why did very... she, how did she even know that was going on? She was, she's been living in, or she was living in New Orleans, and she was just doing sets whenever she wasn't throwing up from being pregnant. She was just super pregnant and just trying to get up as much as possible and work out material. So I have no idea how she knew about the fundraiser. Where, where was your fundraiser? It was at the... the I didn't go because I was, I was super hungover after my friend's wedding. I was a bridesmaid. And uh, so I think it was at... Gallier? I don't know. I forgot. <laughs> I really you don't didn't even go to the school's fundraiser. Go to the school's and it was fundraiser. a comedy thing? No, it wasn't. She, she it just was showed up and music. did a set? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, she's an interesting character. Is she trying out new stuff? or She was. She's desperate for attention. She was. Um, no, she was definitely trying out new stuff. And I think most comics <laughs> just like an opportunity to just have a low stakes. You know, when she's, if you were, if she's that famous, I'm sure it's a rare opportunity to be in such a chill environment because right. no one was I mean there were people like taking photos of her and recording her set but it wasn't the extent it would be I'm sure in like a larger city with a bigger right. crowd Yeah. Hey Chris it's good to have you back here it's been like a long time since you've been on the show. Glad to be back thanks for having me There was a time when you were on a lot I think this is my fourth time I think it is yeah. too. Yeah. yeah we had you on like a few times in a row there because I don't know what happened, but it was a, we're on a roll and then uh, and we've yeah. got off the roll somehow I think you stopped playing music for a while I was I started working, so I was I was I was moving in. Uh, I moved to New York for a while. So oh, that's I was what probably it was. Out of town. That, how was that? Oh, I loved it. I'm still up there a lot. Um, I'm a comedy nerd, so I know a lot of oh, these. Oh, good. Pe- uh, Patton's an old buddy, um, and uh, actually, <laughs> I had a I had a gig here working on Trumbo when it was in town. Oh, yeah. And Louis C.K. was on that, and mm-hmm. he was like asking around, "Where should where can I go do?" You know, comedy nights, and for some reason, everybody on set was like, "Ask Chris Lee." So I sent him to my friend's comedy show at the Dragons Den. This guy Andrew uh, on Monday night, like mm-hmm. total, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Look, you cannot tell anybody who's coming, but his name rhymes with Bowie Bleke, you know." <laughs> and he's like, "Okay, no problem." And um, was it Andrew Polk who was Polk? It? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah I yeah. know Polk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we go, and uh, everybody. Brian Cranston's like, I want to see. <laughs> so he invites the whole cast. So all these movie stars show up thinking it's going to be this chill thing right. like you described. But Polk let the word out. And so <laughs> there was, like, not only was every chair filled, there was, like, 100 people milling about outside. Oh, my God. And Polk put, like, I, I'm not even, I'm not exaggerating, 14 people on before Louis Oh, my God. So it was, like... I, the whole time I'm just like I'm gonna get fired. Well, there was probably <laughs> to be fair to him, there was probably already a lineup 
and then so he couldn't just like bump them. But that does suck. That's a lot of people. Yeah, it was. And, but everybody was cool. Everyone was like, okay, I'm gonna tell three jokes and get off stage in five minutes. Right. So they did. They did rip through them. But then most of Louis' set was like. I have never been to a show with 14 <laughs> comics on it before. So they all wanted an opportunity to perform before Louis C.K. They could say I was on a show oh, yeah, with him, right? Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. Pretty oh. funny. This is before he was persona non grata everywhere. I he see. did right. jerk off on stage. He did. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a good show. <laughs> hey, listen, Chris, and you are back in the music business now. I am, yeah, I got drawn back in by the uh, political climate. I thought I was, sort of I thought I was a recovering musician, but now I'm, I, I've just made a record, yeah. Yeah. So really, it, Trump was responsible for this? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I've been working, doing other stuff, and not really thinking, like being happy, not being on the road, and not... And being successful. You've successfully produced and written and made TV shows. It's, yeah, I mean... Cool stuff you know, as well. It's, 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 uh, it's fun, but, uh, you know, there is nothing like the live thing. So yeah. I guess I started missing that. That's what it was. Yeah. What is it? The attention or the applause or chicks? Probably. Or? Yeah, I just probably have an ego that needs to be <laughs> stroked, and I just am a horrible that's why person. I, you can't that's why without Andrew it. Does so. it. That's why I need it. Yeah. <laughs> it's the attention. Hey, we're going to make you play something then. Grab that guitar. All right. Huh? What, so what sort of stuff have you been writing? Because I see the, the album. I thought this album was, the title was a joke, but I see it's not. It's now, not actually. a joke. No, no. So I wrote a bunch of... It's pretty political songs, but then I quickly realized it's like giving people a bunch of medicine right. without the sugar. So I thought I'd do half, you know, political songs and half party anthems. Okay. So I, that's what so I named the record. <laughs> the record's called Protest Songs and Party Anthems. Yeah. I thought it was ironic, but it's not at all. No, so is it too on the nose? I, I, I haven't released it yet. I don't, I don't have know. to call it that. Well, what do you guys think? I like it. Yeah. You think? Cliff, what do you think of it? I can't think anything else to name What do you think, Andrew? I like Yeah, I appreciate that. I want to know what's in there. Better, you know? better to get it in there, right? Yeah. 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 No, I'm getting myself in. Well, otherwise, what would you call it? Like some like nebulous name? That would be. Yeah, then it'd be. I'd have to come up. You know, with a name, which a is name. really difficult. Not, like, yeah. welcome to my world. And, that, you know, band names are the hardest. And you yeah. have to do right. another, it's like doing another band name. Thomas has got an idea. Political party, right? Political <laughs> party. Ah! Oh, yeah. All right. Thomas. I think you no. did it, Thomas. Thank you. That's pretty funny. Yeah, that is Political actually. party. I'm going to so, write that down for you. So how many, I'm going to play two songs. What, what should I play? A, we can a, just do one now. One and a, then oh, do okay. one now, and then we'll do one later. So what do you want to start? You want to do one of each? I'll do one of each. Well, let's start with what do you what do you feel like? I'll start with a uh, I'll start with a fun one. All right. We got rope. We got trees. We got traders to our knees. Some assembly required. Well, it's hard times for sure. If you're a patriot. Politicians are all scoundrels out for power And there's no one putting country over party There's only a bunch of liars and cowards Well, we got rope, we got trees We got traders up to our knees Some assembly required well, my uncle fought the Reds in Vietnam 
and both of my grandpa's World War II. And they didn't do this so tycoons could buy the U.S. of A. They think they own the red, white, and blue. Well, we got tyrants, we got thieves, getting treason, so if you please, some assembly required. We got rope, we got trees, we got traders up to our knees. Some assembly required. That's a party song, okay. right? Okay. <laughs> That's a, that is a pretty edgy way to begin, I would say. What do you think? I can Andrew? party to that, yeah. Mary Devon, what do you think about yeah, that? Yeah, sure. Cliff? Um, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it gets me for a minute. <laughs> what, what are you suggesting in that song exactly, Chris? I'm suggesting what the Constitution says happens to people who are traitors to our country. They get hung. Well, it's, a, it's a song about lynching people. It's a song about lynching traitors. Traitors. That's but right. What, isn't that a little on the edgy side there? Maybe. Depending on what, who's a traitor. People who sell out our country are traitors. Yeah, but, you what's, but, what, <laughs> but that's a tricky sort of definition now. Is it? I think so. I don't. Well, I think it's pretty clear that our, our, our president and the people around him are compromised by something. By money, by, you know, compromise, by, okay, so by being you, greedy. Are you really suggesting, you have to be very careful here because you can be arrested for this. No, no, no. You can't be suggesting that you want to lynch the president. You can't Did, say that. First of all, it's not lynching. Okay. It's, if it's, if it's, it's an execution after a trial. Okay. Lynching is when someone is dragged out okay. and killed okay, so by this the mob. Is, okay, so this is a, you're this suggesting a, that we should try the president. I think the president needs to be tried. Tried for treason. Tried for treason. And, and, depending and, on and the, executed. Uh, and if he is guilty... And all the people around him, not just him, all the people around him, yes, absolutely, that's what I'm saying. Okay. I just said it. I just right, saying okay. it. <laughs> I was just going to clear that up. So um, it didn't actually say the president in the song, but that's what you're suggesting. Well, that's interesting you should say that because we're on the eve of this thing being released, this whatever, this report, yeah, we'll this see. Mueller report. Yeah, do you feel confident? Does anybody feel confident that we're going to get what, what we... I are we going to be able to read that thing? Mm -hmm. I don't. No. I don't. It's I... be so edited. I definitely hate the president. I don't hate him because he's a traitor to America, but I do hate the president. Um, and well, I what wish... reason do you not? Do you hate I mean, because he's bad. I mean, because he's a bad white supremacist, like bigot who's killing people and uh, just yeah, he's a horrible person. But I mean, I don't know if I'm like a page. I like like I'm. It's not like I think America was you know great. You know, we could improve vastly greater than we've ever been but uh yeah i definitely yeah it's not that i hate america <laughs> i just don't think that patriotism is that important but i also agree that donald trump is the worst i think that nationalism is like i don't know i think that that's not why i hate him i don't know if we even disagree i'm just saying i think that donald trump is a bad person and is anti-American values, if American values are the good things and not the bad things that we don't talk about. Mm. Okay, so are you in favor of execution? Or no. 
No. I mean, I yes, but not. I don't think. I don't think I'm in favor of executing him because I don't know if that would really do anything. But I do wish that he was dead. Well, I, you know, you I, really. I really, honestly believe that if you say this out loud, that you can. I know. I would never the kill secret the secret service. You have to say that. Yes. I would never kill the president. The secret service will come and get you. I will never. Yeah, I will no, never kill anyone. That's a real threat to. If you threaten to assassinate someone, this is not that. This you is, can say you wish someone was dead, but wouldn't kill can them. You? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think right? wishing someone to be dead is pretty bad in general <laughs> sort of thing. Not just the president, but for anyone to wish they were dead. Yeah, I would never kill anyone, but there are some people that I don't think, like, I could do without them. Yeah. Right. We can vote them out, right. but I don't think there's going to be a try, but that is a hilarious song. <laughs> hey, listen, we're going to take a break Lots for one second. We're taking a break for one second, and we come come back, and then Mary Devon, we're going to come back and talk about something very important that's going on. Okay. In your life. Okay. We'll be right back. All right. And we're back with Mary Devon Dupuy, mm-hmm. Cliff Ussery, Chris Lee, Andrew Duhon, and me, Grant Morris. And we're going to be talking about, this is what I, I Googled your name, mm-hmm. okay? Uh-oh. That's all I did. Oh, and then not came up. Look what came up. Mm-hmm. It says, we're all invited to your wedding. <laughs> oh, yes. On Saturday, September the 28th at 6 p.m. It says RSVP right here. Oh, no. I need to you guys want to go? remove that. Chris, are you I'm in. Let's go. Where is it? Andrew? Where is it? Is it open bar? It's at City Park. Pavilion of the Two oh. Sisters, 1 Victory Avenue. I need to Avenue take that Wales. off of Cliff, the Cliff, are you internet. available? Uh, are you driving I for a lift? Wanna, I don't want to make her cars go that far up. Oh, <laughs> how much, so nice. How much is it a person? It's probably like a lot. I don't know. Well, like 50 bucks each? Yeah, probably. Well, more we than could that. pay for it. Is it yeah. more than $50 a person? Probably when you boil down to, like, it's, it's less than that. do you know? Who's well, paying for it? Well, it's like my parents are paying for it, but we've done awesome. it. Oh, Let's call them up. Yeah. Where are they? Here in New Orleans? Yeah, I just met with, the, I mean, I've been, I, I'm from New Orleans. Uh, I'm an only child, so I... Uh, so they're going to blow a whole bunch of money on this wedding. Yeah, it's uh, it's expensive. Uh, did, were, you're married. Where did you I get am. married? I got married at Preservation Hall, uh-huh. and we had our party at One-Eyed Jack's. Oh, so nice. We did a Across little, the street down yeah, there. That's a great idea. Was it a big wedding? Or? Bigger than we intended. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once, once, once you... With start Andrew putting Polk that involved list. He that? was not. <laughs> Once you start that list, you're like, well, if I don't invite so and so, then there's like these other five people. Oh, I know. And vice versa. I would say it was like 150, 160. We're planning on 200, but I'm worried Whoa. about it. 200. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can fit us He's in. got a big family. We're both Catholic, and like my family's. Well, you old. don't have a big family. You have only one person in your family. In my immediate family, but none of my family dies. Like I have so many like 90 something year old people that are just perfectly healthy. In we my could family. Ha- we could hang them for it, trees. <laughs> no, they're they're actually by, really nice. I would get rid of a few of them by. They like actually September. have better politics than most 90 year olds, but not great politics. Um, okay, so they're going to be still be alive by September 28th at 6 p.m. They hope they're they're. Fingers crossed. Okay, they're looking good. Looking good so far. Okay, 200 people at, how much is it like 50 bucks a person? Who's good at math? 58-ish. Chris, you used to own a bar. You must be able to do math. I'm trying to think what we paid. Yeah, it's like... 15 bucks a head for the Tampa indie rock band that was at One-Eyed Jacks. You just had to get everybody (laughs) in. They they didn't even know it was going to be a party. I actually got the indie rock band for $200. Like, do you guys mind if I bring some people? They're like, bring them in. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. So how much is it? It's at 50 bucks each. At 200 people. 10,000. Is it 10,000? Oh, it's going to be way that more than that. can't be that. Me, the whole wedding with it's everything. Che- that would be cheap. Yeah, that's yeah. cheap. No, yeah. it's probably like a 20-something thousand dollar wedding. Yeah. Yeah. How many? 
It's probably uh, we as uh, we did it when we went to the tasting, and we like figured if we got like the medium bar and like the stations we were gonna get because city uh, city park does like the catering and stuff. It'll end up being like twenty grand. Yeah, it's an expensive. So it's more than fifty people. Yeah, $50. but weddings are expensive. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I'm not saying I, I'm not saying I don't feel horrendously guilty about how expensive it's gonna be, but also like weddings do cost a lot. Well, are you intending like, to stay married? Yes. Okay, so yes. maybe it'll be worth mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I think so. I mean. I feel guilty for because apparently my mom like I thought that she wanted me to have a big wedding because I didn't do the whole like Mardi Gras ball thing and I didn't do oh you went a debutante and all that she wanted no, that she wanted that that's how my parents oh, kind of are they like so, society types I mean they, it's just yeah I guess so my mom went to Ursuline and they sent me to Sacred Heart are you one of these families like the Dupuis family is that like a family name here uh, no, not really. I mean, I just feel like a lot of people who went to Catholic school here participated in that. I right. don't think you have to be, like, super, you know, That's how I, ref- I hear it referred to as super social. Yeah, I, I don't know. Are you know. super no, no, social? No, 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 we're not super social. I didn't do Mardi Gras balls or anything like that, but my parents did a couple, but they weren't, like, no So you one- were, like, a rebel? Kind of. I mean, it is really... Mardi Gras balls are really, really racist. Um, is that right? Mardi Gras organizations are really, really racist. I went to one when I... I was in one when I was in high school, and I was like, this is bad. And so I refused to do it after that. What's the racist aspect? Is it I mean, white people only, or do they say... It's white people only, and it's basically... Do they talk bad about white people in the... Uh, well, also no Jews. Yeah. There was no, no Jews. Jews. That yeah. It's oh, like wow. an unofficial you know, official rule. You know yeah, you know about Comus? Comus? I know the, the name. The reason that they have a parade... Comus refused to parade because they forced them to integrate. And that's why Rex exists, right? Yeah. Re- yeah. They, they refused to integrate. And women, too. So it was just so white men. No so they said Jewish. No. We don't want any Jews. Black people. Blacks, no Hispanic. Women. No Asian. <laughs> or women. And... When uh, okay. this was in like mid early nineties, right? They they made they made the uh, if you're going to parade on the streets, you had to be have Dorothy, open membership. Was, was this the Dorothy, Dorothy May Taylor, Taylor yeah. who ruined yeah. Mardi Gras? And because they, they she this is the whole integration. This is what it was about. Well, r- r- my parents at they will not admit that they would say this, but at one point they might have said that she ruined Mardi Gras. That's a lot what, of white people. That's did. what people say. Dorothy May Taylor ruined but Mardi Gras. But she did right? She she was. Are you from here, Cliff? Do you know all this crap? I, I know. I'm a weird transplant. Mm-hmm. My mom is from here. And my father's from Detroit. So I grew up in Detroit, but mm-hmm. to get rid of me during the summer, they would ship me here. To the summer? Well, you probably know oh about... So probably I know, know about so much I more yeah. than as, like than a normal, right. than a, uh, average person that just moves here. So totally. like, when you say all that, I was like, yeah, I kind of know that. Well, man. you have to represent all black people now because <laughs> yeah. you're the black guy at the I table. So, Do you so think now you're Detroit and New Orleans are similar? No, it's yeah. not. Although they're both French, you know, si- although they're both French cities, they're different. Detroit is French. Yes, it's Detroit. It's really Detroit. Nice. Nice. Um, Napoleon, when he decided he wanted Detroit, he wanted Michigan because of the Mississippi ran down, mm-hmm. and then he picked up Louisiana because of the Mississippi River. What stops him from getting New York is because of Niagara Falls. Okay. So he doesn't want that because he can't travel mm-hmm. through Niagara Falls to Michigan or the Mississippi. All right. Now, what are you about to ask me? I don't know. What was the question, Chris? You know? Uh, oh we, yeah, black oh, people, so black people really do feel that there's different feelings about Mardi Gras. Like it's like, uh, and it's kind of like you think like, hmm, maybe they're not feeling me these things, or maybe really? they're skipping really? me. And it's like, 
you kind of think like, nah, maybe that's not it. But growing up, like I would come from Mardi Gras as a kid, and you were always like, well, I was standing right there. But okay. Stop right there. You really think that as a black person at Mardi Gras that you're being discriminated against, that white people aren't throwing you stuff? I don't think it's like all of them because, of course, you have to reach. But, of course, there are a lot of racist dudes in this organization. very interesting. I've never yeah. heard that before. Oh, have you ever heard that, Andrew? Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you you're from here, right? I'm from here, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you kind of feel it, but it's like it's unspoken because you have no proof. It's no proof, right. so it's like, well, maybe you know they're just throwing. The, yeah, it's always like. I thought it was. Where did so, you go to high school? I went to Rummel High School, bro. Nice. Yeah. Chris, where did you come from? Anchorage, Alaska. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> You're out of all. I came here for for uh, Tulane. I've been here 30 plus years, and I will still not say that I'm from here because you that's can't. the next question. What yeah. high school did you yeah, go to? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, what school did you go to? And I'm like, well. Tulane doesn't count. Uh, yeah. No, you have to just make up. I just yeah. say, depending on who I'm talking to, <laughs> I, say say I say Jesuit or Newman, depending <laughs> on who I'm really? talking to. That's a good idea. That just, yeah. Some people like to hear you've gone to Newman. If I'm talking to Mary Devon, I'd say I've gone to Newman. <laughs> if I'm talking to Andrew, I say I went to Jesuit. And they go, oh, okay. They peg you for whatever oh, yeah, they want. Right. We get it now. They, you know, that's what we needed to know. That's yeah, your qualifier. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. So you could do that. Nah, that yeah. doesn't work for me. Like, uh, Just make nah. one up. Nah, that like, doesn't work for me. So they, your parents must have really hated you to send you here in the summer. Nah, it was. I have a big family on both sides, and my dad wanted to make sure that we knew both sides. So, like I said, she would send. They were sending us here to make sure we knew our mom's side. Because right. he said That's his right family, his family, like they're close, but they're not close. But like they know their great aunts. They're great grand like they don't know those people like right. he said so he was like he wanted to make sure that on my he we would at least know our mom's side which is the right thing to do it's from. unfortunately that it's just the summer yeah it was unfortunate but as a kid you don't pay attention yeah, to like the heat right. you like so what did you hey Andrew I'm gonna make you play a song after this <laughs> bit of conversation okay but so we're gonna get to that in a second but what, what did you do when you came here as a kid did you go to the Saints store and buy <laughs> no I'm kind of weird I literally because I didn't have a bike I made my grandfather get me a skateboard yeah and I rode a skateboard all summer long that's all I did that's pretty cool and, and what part of town were you in? I'm in mid-city literally my grandmother's house is right next to the fairgrounds right next to the main entrance oh, of um, Jazz Fest were you here for, you weren't here for the festival for what for Jazz Fest at the time oh no I wasn't here they wouldn't all let right. me Sneak down for that. So, did you come here with your brothers and sisters, or just by yourself? Uh, just by myself. My so brother. Know anybody? No, my family is here. My, my aunts, cousins, cousins, and all, yeah, I have yeah, a very yeah, big yeah. family, and I can't get away from them. So, right. do you still skateboard? No, I don't. I wish I would have, because I after I see how much money they make. I have a friend who's a forty. Well, I have a friend who's an unsuccessful, non-professional forty-year-old skateboarder who's divorced, who I like to make fun of, but he's really good at it. Yeah, so, yeah. I wish I would have kept doing that. Why do you mention he's divorced? Is it connected to skateboarding? I, mean, I, I feel like if he was married, his wife wouldn't like him being a skateboarder. But I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Was it, it contributed to the, the probably? That's I don't know. Us, yeah. I'm on a roast show. Skateboarding again? I'm on a roast show with him tonight, so I'm trying to be mean. Yeah. Are you roasting him tonight? Yeah. Well, what's a roast his name? Show tonight? Isaac Cazell. Isaac Cazell. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you have to make up shit about how hard. Well, I, he's not in the first round, but if I win and if he wins, then we could end up going against each other. So I'm trying to just like get in the spirit of so making this is fun a of my friends. Competitive roasting. It's called Beefin, and it's at Hi Ho. It's every whatever this is. It's every third Wednesday of the month at Hi Ho Lounge. 
There's a lot going on in the comedy world that yeah. sort of bubbling underneath. Yeah, none of us make any money and it's all free stuff, but we have a lot of fun. <laughs> Is that right? There's no way to make any money out of it? You can't make... You make percentages from the bar, um, and the bar doesn't really make that much money off of you, so it's generous of them. I don't think anyone's... I don't think it's a predatory system or anything. Like, no one's making... If no one's making money... It's just mostly having fun. Right. And then you kind of can cover expenses if you pay for promotion. Well, it seemed like there was a, a business-like sort of attempt mm-hmm. at comedy when Chris True started that Oh, theater. yeah. Well, they would charge covers and not pay comics, which is extremely fucked up. Ooh. So I feel like... It, and then he was like, well, it's because we need the money. I mean, there's obviously more fucked up stuff about the new movement, but... I feel like if you're going to charge a cover for something and then say, well, we need this money for something else and don't pay the performers, then you can go fuck yourself because you're running a business badly if you're charging a cover and not paying performers. Well, how sustainable is that? It's not, it's not sustainable. I mean, it's like, it, that's why people, before the scandals came out, that's why people were refusing to work with him because he was charging like $10, $15 a show. And then once they did agree to start paying us when stand-ups would do shows... Then they, the whole system just made no, it was like, improv is notorious for being period schemey. And I will say a lot of that is like, people just want to shit on improv, especially stand-ups, and it's unfair, because improv can be really, really great, and I know a lot of great improvisers, but the new movement was doomed, it was bad. It was, it was a bad system, and I was never personally affected by any of the sexual assault stuff that happened. I believe, I know people that were, and I believe them, um, but I... Even before that, I was just like, if you're going to charge money and not pay performers even a percentage of that, and I understand that it's not sustainable in the sense that like it costs money to uphold a business like a club, but they didn't have great crowds. If they had attract, if they had done more to like actually attract people to their shows, they could have paid people. Yeah, that's my opinion. Okay, so there's a there's a hierarchy. In, in comedy between improv people and stand-up people? I mean, in New Orleans, there's not much improv anymore, and we're very supportive of the improvisers that have sort but of been stand-up people look down on improv people. And improv people look down on stand-up people. Oh, do that. But, but that, not really. I mean, I think that everyone... I'm sure there's. I'm sure this exists it's in music. It's like tribes, you know? Like yeah. You're, you, you hang out with... We're all friends, I'm a, mostly. I'm a rock band. I know yeah. rock bands, but I don't hang out with the brass guys that much. But mm-hmm. when I see them, I appreciate what they do. I could never do that. But you don't put them down. But you don't say that. I hate funk bands. I fucking Exactly. See? (laughs) But you also, like, if you were... So you hate funk bands, but if y'all were being fucked by a club, you would come together. We would be on the same side. Exactly. That's how how stand-up and improv is for the most part, even though some improvs do stand-up and some stand-ups do improv. You know what I mean? So there's a bit of crossover there. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Andrew, what are you playing for us here today? I'm moving things along today in a very business-like way. How about... I'm going to play you something that's not a new song. Cause An old song? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't been writing? Uh, I went fishing today instead. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Did you catch anything? Caught uh, one keeper. All so, right. Yeah. Look at your actually, t-shirt, by the way. What is yeah. this? Oh, this, was a, this is a benefit that a fella in um, Bryan Tech's College Station does every year. His son uh, has cystic fibrosis. And um, he has uh, turned lemons into lemonade by making this amazing festival every year that raises money for CF research, which is pre- pretty awesome. And wow. it's a really cool event every time. That is a really creepy-looking T-shirt. Yeah, it's What's not, it called? Well, uh, it's called Rockaway Cystic Fibrosis uh, Festival in College Station. And, you know, it's even, like, Heart of Gold about him was the first two years he did it, they were both, like, torrential downpours, and it's kind of an outdoor event. But he had a smile on the whole time, and I played the first two, and uh, 
great guy, you know, really well, rolling with the punches. And, and now it's like it's off to the races. It's great. But, you know, what a tough break both first years. But yeah. he's doing great now. But I'll play you a, I'll okay. play a song called Feeling Low Down, I think. I'm going to grab the guitar and see if that feels okay. right. Very Talk about yourselves. Okay, we will. Okay, so Mary Devon, are we all going to the wedding on September? No, the please don't. Please don't. <laughs> Has anyone RSVP'd off this? Only West? my friend Julie, who is uh, who is just googling my name because she's she's my bridesmaid, okay. and she was just looking for I don't know. She's the sweetest person in the world, and I love her so much. But then she was like, I got an I I only got one notification that anyone had RSVP'd, and then I realized it was public, and I should delete that because it's not a public event. It's not. Well, it, there's, it's the first thing that comes up when you Google your name. Yeah. It's a very unusual name. Mm-hmm. There is another Mary Devon in Baton Rouge. There is. Mary mm-hmm. Devon, not Dupuis. No. Mary Devon. There's millions of people called Grant Morris. Are there many Cliff Usseries? I bet there aren't. Hmm? Are there many people with your name? Uh, no. Just me and my dad. And that's it in the whole of America. And that, yeah, that's Are all you they Are you at gmail.com? Yeah, that's me. So you got your own? That's pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm jealous. Yeah, we're yeah. way oh, out you, don't, you can't do that? There's like eight Chris Lees within the block here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Chris yeah. Lee is very common. Grant Morris, there's hundreds of them as well. Okay, Andrew, we're ready. What is it? Uh, I guess this one's called Feeling Low Down. All right. I haven't played it in a while. See if I can't pick this one out for you. Yeah. <laughs> You hear that guitar? Yeah, with your heartache and pain Well, it's a slippery slope I caught you fashion in the noose Down at the end of your road Feeling low down Well, that's a low down shame you got your cup half empty, trying to fill it with a hurricane. Turns out the love that he sold you, it was one big lie that could never fit between his hello and his goodbye. Left you low down, and that's a low down shame. Got your cup half empty, trying to fill it with a hurricane. Oh, sometimes we all feel low down Feeling bad and broke down And honey, it's a low down shame When that road you start to go down Leave you feeling low down Turn around, go back the other way Oh, come down and let me in I'm sitting on your stoop With a homemade song And some chicken noodle soup I heard you was low down, baby well, I brought something for the pain Got your cup half empty Trying to fill it with a hurricane Campaign. 
It's a slippery slope. I caught you fastening in a noose down at the end of your rope, feeling low down. Well, that's a low down shame. Wear your heart on your sleeve. Well, honey, put that thing away. Everybody. That is a super unusual, upbeat, lighthearted song. Yeah, don't usually write those. Usually nah. sad bastard yeah. stuff for me. Yeah. What got into you? I don't know. It's been a while. So you just feeling good today? I went fishing. That's what it is. Yeah. What time did you get up to go fishing? Seven. That's it. I was already out there. You know what happened? You remember Travis Laurendine, who was on this show? Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's working with me on breakfast, and uh, so we're we're talking about having a meeting. Uh, last night, and he says we should go out to my dad's camp. You know, he's a bit, he's a creative genius, but he's also eccentric, and you just follow him where he goes sometimes. So we went out to his camp, slept there, <laughs> woke up, got in a kayak, went fishing. That's a good way to have a meeting. Yeah. I mean, so he's, you know, ru- he's running the whole breakfast this year. Ooh, no. Um, he's helping me, Help- partnering okay. with me, but I feel like uh, there's plenty of blood, sweat, and tears going. All right. Uh, he seems to know what he's doing when it comes to... Putting things together. He's an idea guy for sure. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's got a lot of okay, great ideas. Okay, so do you know about breakfast, you guys? Are you familiar with it? It's the most important meal of the year. That's right. Mm-hmm. So it's Andrew's once a year jazz fest party, mm-hmm. which this year is on Sunday, May the 5th. Nailed it. Yeah, it's a I brunch fuel up sort of thing before you, your big day of music. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of late night events, but there aren't any pre fest events. So that's what we got going on. And it's oh. a superb lineup this year. Who's really, coming? Really uh, great lineup. Check uh, this out. Katie Red, Mike oh, Dillon, yeah. James Singleton, Aurora Nealon, Rory Danger and the Danger Dangers. And uh, I'll play because uh, I have an ego. And, um, <laughs> and um, the coolest thing I think that's going to happen is Swan River Yoga is going to start the day off at 9 a.m. with a yoga class accompanied by uh, the Radio Bird Quartet, which is a string quartet of uh, consisting of members of the Louisiana Philharmonic. So uh, it's a what? For Philharmonic string quartet accompanying your namastes or whatever you might That's say. That's pretty there. interesting at 9 o'clock in the morning. That's right. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. Chris, what do you do on Jazz Fest days? Are you going every day? You know, I, I used to have a job where I had to be there every day. I worked for the Howlin' Wolf as their flyer guy, and mm-hmm. for like five years... I, much like you, I had a bunch of 20-year-olds I'd get to give away, give away tickets. I mean, I'd have to give tickets to give away uh, flyers and stuff, and it just burned me out. So now I only go on if it's A, free, yes. and B, I can sit somewhere backstage because okay. I'm just I, I'm not. <laughs> so I know what mean? I want to eat. There's no, like, act. There's very few acts where I'm like, I got to go see that band, you know? So... So you got any free days this year? Are you getting in? F- I, I never know till it happens, you know. So someone shows yeah. up or with some, a, like, I a brass somebody playing or, or yeah, yeah, yeah right. Kind of, it's usually somebody playing. You got to yeah, yeah. you got to wing it to get backstage. Yeah. Hey, so tell us about some of these things you've been doing because if you watch um, if you watch Adult Swim, which people do, you ever see Adult Swim on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know all about that. Have you seen Chris's show on Adult Swim? I haven't watched it in a long time. I used to watch Adult Swim all the time. What show is it? It was not. It was on AdultSwim.com. It was called uh-huh. Metal Grasshopper. I made it down here for <laughs> AdultSwim.com for uh, this guy named Joe Randazzo, who uh, was running that website. 
and he used to be the head writer for The Onion. Oh. So it was a real, oh, wow. it's very real weird. pleasure to work yeah. with that guy. <laughs> yeah, that, so that's out. That's on YouTube. That has almost two million hits, yeah. that show. Um, it's about uh, Phil Anselmo, this heavy metal guy. Um, oh, he lived here. His daughter went to Lusher. Yeah, he's really? still here. Oh, yeah. He's I'm, still here. He, he was on the North Shore. Yeah, wow. he still plays. Um, but uh, the premise is uh, my friend Dave Hill, who's a comedian, shows up on his lawn and demands that he train him in the ways of heavy metal. So that's the whole premise. So he teaches him how to awesome. headbang and yeah. shred that's, and all that kind of shit. It's pretty funny, actually. It's, it's a fun sh- It was and fun. And that other, the kids thing you did for Disney... As well. What was that called? So I pitched... Frenchie and Jet. Frenchie and Jet. I, that, I got to, like... I went and, and I pitched at Disney Animation without an idea. I pitched with talent. And I brought um, Miss Pussycat from Quintron Pussycat. I just said, we want to work together. We have some ideas. And they're like, great. And so they gave us enough money to make, like, a, a half pilot. And they, of course, did not buy it. But uh, it was a great experience to learn... Puppetry, producing puppetry, which was, uh, and writing, you know, writing for kids and for Disney and all that, and trying to be cool and subversive, but still, you know, make it on a level where kids will get it too. So, yeah, it was really, it was a really eye opening experience. So, did you end up making that for Disney or they didn't? No, we we made, we made, uh, they gave us enough to make like a, like the first act of a half hour. That's well, that's what Which I've seen good, yeah. with, the, with the piano. The, yeah, the magic piano. The magic piano. So the, the premise really is that funny. yeah, there's a piano that if you play it and you sing a song, whatever you sing about starts happening, mm. starts popping out of the piano. Yeah, so it's very cool. so our and the analog was like the piano's like drugs, but we're not going to say that. Oh, the piano brings you to another. The whole thing yeah. looks like a <laughs> sort of acid trip. It's to kind of like an trip. acid trip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it was yeah. cool. It was fun. Yeah, it's very cool. So, okay, tell us about the record. The record, we don't know what the record's called now. It was called... Apparently it's called... What was, called, what was it? Political, political Party. party. Uh, punny. I like it. Um, well, it was, or, or Protest Songs protest and Party Songs Anthems. Protest Songs and Party Anthems. So, so, when can we steal it? It's, it's, you can go to thechrisleyband.com and hear it now. I'm looking for someone to distribute it, but I, I figured I'd put it out already. Yeah. And I'm going to play a show this Thursday at... Uh, Portside Lounge, so a week from today. Okay, so wait up. If anyone's listening to this, it's Thursday the what? The April 25th. April 25th, 2019. And I do a variety show, so I'll, I'll play a few songs. I'll have a, my friend who's a, com- I'll have like a comedian, and then I'll have a band, and then I'll interview. In this, in this particular episode, my comedian friend is named Mike O'Connell, who is, um, he's like a musical funny man and he was a co-EP on Dr. Ken and he did all these really funny songs for HBO's uh, Funny or Die. Okay. Music videos. Yeah. And then I'm going to interview... No, I'm listening mm. though. You might know his stuff if you saw right, his right, videos. Right. Um, he's a really... He's one of my favorite people and we're going to play some songs together and I'm going to interview him and then The Fortifiers uh-huh. which has uh, Sonny Schneider right. his, his new band are going to be playing and I'm going to okay. play in between... About oh, this sounds like record. a good night. Yeah. yeah, it's a good night. And and it's a Thursday. And where is this again? Portside Lounge is uptown Portside. on 3000 Dryad Street. Portside Lounge. So the way it works is I start the show at 9. My part is my hour is done at 10. And then the 
if you want to go home, you got a job. <laughs> the good part's over. At 10, the other band starts. The four, you, you can keep stick partying? around for the fortifies. Yeah, right. It's Thursday, April 25th. Okay. Yeah. Why'd you pick this? Is this a holiday weekend or something? It's a Jazz Spring Fest break. Thursday. Oh, it's Jazz oh, Fest. Yeah. Oh, I figured, yeah, 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 yeah. I figured that'd be a fun night. That'll work. Yeah, it's Locals yeah. Night at Jazz. It's Locals Day at Jazz Fest. Chris, pick up that guitar and play us another song off the record. Okay. What Now, what's this one? This is a more serious one? or? Oh, I don't know. I think I kind of gave you the heaviest one already. Maybe <laughs> I lighten up the mood a little. Okay. We'll just turn this around. Andrew, here. yep. Thank you. You know what's funny is that the minute I got here, I was like, what are the lyrics to this song? Uh-oh. So maybe I should get those out. There. Stuck inside my mind When others seem to have Such a very good time I was full of logic But someone pulled the plug And now it seems just like I'm gonna die Yeah But I exploded With a megaton of feelings It's the opposite of loneliness It's what the humans call love yeah, something deep inside Can't believe I got into this mess, y'all It's what the humans I guess it's what the humans I guess it's what the humans call love Can't whistle like you, Andrew I don't know what's going on It's also very new I don't know myself, I don't feel right inside I was full of logic, but someone pulled the plug Now it feels just like, yeah, I'm gonna die, yeah But I exploded with a megaton of feelings It's the opposite of loneliness It's what the humans call love yeah, something deep inside Can't believe I got into this mess, y'all It's what the humans I guess it's what the humans Guess it's what the humans call love Sweet megaton love We'll never be apart You'll always have my heart Cause I found But I know that I love you Cause I found love Why, 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 why I wish I could do that Exploded with a megaton of feelings It's the opposite of loneliness It's what the humans call love Yeah, something deep inside 
can't believe I got into this mess, y'all. It's what the humans, I guess it's what the humans, guess it's what the humans call love. Sweet Megaton love. We'll never be apart. You'll always have my heart, cause I found it. Well, I don't know what to do, but I know that I love you, cause I found love. Why, 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 why? Yeah, or something like that. Okay, now that's an actual rock song. <laughs> Different. Do you, do you hear that? Is it like a big arena-style rock song when you do it? When yeah, you produce if you listen it on the to the record, it's, yeah. yeah, it's a band doing it. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. What do you think, guys? Andrew? Loved it. Yeah, it's great. Mary Devin? A lighter, a lighter note, yeah. Yeah. Lighter, yeah. <laughs> No to talk about the, 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 the distinction Whether between <laughs> assassination and yeah. lynching and uh, and uh, a proper hanging. <laughs> so, Cliff, what, Mary, did we say something? No, I just was oofing at right. the hanging. Right. <laughs> Sorry. So, Cliff, what are you doing besides driving for Lyft? You must be doing something else, right? Uh, a million things. Um, I went back to school. So I'm, I should graduate in November with a degree in uh, digital marketing. I'm also in the process, that's how I met Graham, of um, getting my real estate, real estate license. So oh, that's really good. me reading a bunch of books without pictures <laughs> all, all, all day what? long. So that's what, pretty much it. What real estate license? Is that what you're talking about? Yes. How difficult could that be? There's thousands of real estate. Yeah, people. it's a thousand of them, but they don't tell you how many times they have to, how long they have to study. And Are you saying it's difficult to become a realtor? It's not easy. Really? Yeah, it's not it's easy. Got they to have be. a book. The book that you have to study is about the size of a King James Bible. Really? Yes, it's not. I'm shocked because have you ever met a realtor? I yeah, mean, I have met a few, and I'm like, you're, strike yeah, me as like, <laughs> you're not the brightest person. In the, well, you're that, not the that sharpest tool stupid, in the shed. But it's hard to be a lawyer. I've met a lot of dumb lawyers. Yeah. Right, that's true. Yeah, I think some people are just <laughs> specializing that one thing, and then. They just forget everything. All else. right. So you're looking to be a realtor. That's what you're going for. Yes. To do what? To sell commercial real estate or uh, residential? First, just residential, and then try to get an investment myself. Get enough money yourself to buy enough houses to. Mm -hmm, so I don't have to work. Well, that's a good plan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, if I that like works that. out, let me know because <laughs> I would. I would love to not work. Same. Yeah. Just you know. Just retire. Get some tenants. Just own houses. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Mary Devin, what does your uh, fiancé do, actually? He's a web developer. Uh, no, and that's he, no good either. Yeah. Oh, no, they make good money. Do they? Um, but he's freelance, and he's a comic. So. He's a comedy guy. Mm -hmm. He's a comic and web developer. Yes. So his web developers make money. I'm pleased to hear that, because that's good. Yes, they they can. And okay. he does, but what does it he is... Do? Uh, he built, I mean, he makes apps and programs for people, and he has a lot of side projects that he doesn't get paid for that he cares a lot right. about. He's a big nerd, um, but... How did you guys meet? Comedy. 
Really? Mm-hmm. You met on stage somewhere or in a class? or um, Just going to stand-up. So most of the stand-up scene in New Orleans, like I said, no one's making any money. It's very small. You only make money if you travel. And so it's just going to open mics and doing... You're all... If you do comedy in New Orleans, you're going to meet everyone else who does okay, it. Okay, so are you good at this? I think I'm good at it, Okay, yes. so what's the plan? Are you planning on breaking out and being a super famous no. HBO special type comedian? No. It's, I know so many people who are so good and so much better than me that have moved to New York and L.A. that will probably never be famous. And I, I love living in New Orleans. Mm. I have a question. Do you... Um, could you or have you done the beef thing? with your fiance or is that too close to home we did it but we did a roast show in memphis where we went against each other and mm-hmm. i won but nice. we both we both did well so maybe yeah. it could be like a wedding thing that would Oof, be uncomfortable no we want comedy to be after <laughs> great <the> idea <laughs> also i have a show tomorrow at hi-ho that's my own showcase called box comedy at 8 30 sorry I forgot to box comedy okay so what date is that april 18th that's thursday mm-hmm. april 18th 2019 if mm-hmm. you ha- if you missed that where can we find you in general? Are you like on Facebook? Uh, at Twitter, Mary Devo, M E R R Y D E V O. Say that again, M E. M E, Mary, like Mary. Mary, like Merry Christmas. Mary Devo, okay. And Cliff, where do we find you if we're looking to buy a house? You can't find me yet. I can't do any I can't do any promotion of what they whatsoever or like. All right, and Chris, we can find you at Chris Lee Music. The Chris Lee Band. The Chris Lee Band. Dot com. com. Okay. And can we and steal the stuff off of Spotify or anything? Probably. Yet? Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's, okay. Can't you? Yep. Spotify. I don't know. Like, You've got to yeah. put it up there, don't you? Or do it's you? Up. I don't know how that mm-hmm. stuff gets there. I don't care about that stuff. But how does it get up there? How do you get your stuff on Spotify, Andrew? Uh, just upload it. Yeah. There's, web, there's uh, companies that are basically just, they coordinate your gumball machines and you just give them the tracks and they put it everywhere that you want to put and then they tell you how much money you make, which, okay. you know. That's how it works. Yep. Yeah. The streaming uh, is crazy. You get a point zero 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 one. Yeah, that's true. One six <laughs> nine penny every time someone listens. I got a check. Yeah. I'm not kidding. For <laughs> It was one of those things. It was like, you didn't get enough to get a check for like a year. And right. after a year, they sent me a check for three cents. Three cents <gasps> is amazing. Three cents. Yeah. I was like, really? So there's 300 people listen to your song. It's, no, that's like that's pathetic. probably like thirty thousand people. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, that's what performing the new movement was like. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, before we get out of here, let me tell you about Nola pens. This is this pen that I've been holding this whole show is one of a kind, although there are thousands more of them. They're only pens made from a fallen Audubon Park live oak tree. You can find them at nolapens.com. Basics on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue. Basics underneath sells fine lingerie. And Basics Swimming Gym has a full range of fashion swimsuits and workout and yoga clothes with style. Namaste Couture makes one-of-a-kind natural gemstone jewelry, soulful-inspired clothes, and heart-fueled intentions. Designed by April Lovin for 20% off of them. Put happy hour in the coupon code at namastecouture.com. Hangover Destroyer is made by our friends at hdestroyer.com. If you go there and you write happy hour on the coupon code, you've got 30% off of Hangover Destroyer, which is the only all-natural product medically proven to prevent a hangover. And thank you to the Positive Vibrations Foundation, who create and encourage community through the development and preservation of the arts, music, culture, and heritage. And who could be opposed to that? If you'd like to go to patreon.com and search for It's New Orleans Happy Hour for as little as $1 a month, you too can be a member of our Patreon family and possibly get a hold of that 3D chess game. It's only available to our Patreon subscribers, and it's absolutely free as well. Thank you very much to everybody for being here today. To Cliff Ossery, to Mary Devon Dupuis, 
Chris Lee and Andrew Duham. We'll see. Are we going to be back here before breakfast? Yes, we are. Yeah. Yeah, we're back in. I don't think we are back here next week. Next week? No? Okay. Are we not here? Are we here or not here next week? I would imagine week? we're here next know. week, but not the Thomas week after. says we're not. We're oh, off no. for two okay. weeks okay. because of Jazz Fest. Cool. So we're back here two weeks from now or three weeks from okay, now. Okay. Well, then we won't see each other before breakfast. Okay. So we have to see each other at breakfast. We'll see you there. Set your alarms, y'all. Sunday, May 5th, 9 o'clock in the morning for yoga, followed by awesome music. Mm -hmm. Hey, thanks, everybody. See you in a bit. Thank That's you. Happy hour for another week. The producer of our show is Graham DePonte. Our associate producer is April Stolfer, Nick Pyle, and Christian Unruh, our, our music producers. Thomas Walsh is our technical director, and our Facebook live feed director, who put this whole thing on Facebook, is Asher Griffith. If you didn't see it on Facebook, go to It's New Orleans' Facebook page and see what the whole thing looks like. Our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay upright for about 60 minutes while drinking alcohol, drop us a line. Our address is on our website, itsneworleans.com. You can also check out many other happy hours we've made previous to this one, along with some other shows we make here, including Out to Lunch with Peter Raschuti, live from Commander's Palace, Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tucker, and our award-winning podcast about death called Death the Podcast. You can also find other great Louisiana podcasts at itsacadiana.com and itsbatonrouge.la. You can keep up with us on a bunch of time-sucking social media like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and all of it we're called It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our It's New Orleans Facebook page and on our Instagram account as well. These photos are all taken by Jill Lafleur. You can find more of Jill's photos at lafleurphoto.com. If you listen to this on your favorite podcast app, thank you for subscribing to us. Take a moment if you have one to rate and review us. That helps other people find us. If you listen to us on Spotify, you can follow us and get Happy Hour delivered each week. This show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street in Uptown New Orleans, home of the brand new Frosé. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For Andrew Duhon and everyone else around the table here at Wayfair and back at our office at INO Broadcasting, thanks for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. We'll see you back here in a couple of weeks for more Happy Hour. <laughs>